0: Hi, welcome to Let's Talk Trade, a podcast by the World Trade Organization. I'm Yuri Zabuyamashita. In this Let's Talk Trade special season, we are looking back at past ministerial conferences, in the words of WTO staff. We have asked our colleagues to share what happened behind the scenes in the first 11 ministerial conferences as we approach MC12 from 30 November. So, let's talk trade. Today's episode, Who needs Sleep in a Ministerial. After the early ministerial conferences up to Seattle in 1999, what was in store for the WTO? We spoke to some colleagues who witnessed the next run of ministerial conferences.
1: My name is Daniel Prusin. I'm the head of the press section at the World Trade Organization. In 2001, for the fourth ministerial conference in Doha, Qatar, I was a correspondent for the Bureau of National Affairs, based in Washington, a news organization. I was covering the ministerial conference as a journalist. The ministerial conference in Doha was a very surreal event. It occurred uh, only weeks after the terror attacks in the United States. There was a real concern about security at the ministerial conference. A lot of people wanted the ministerial conference to be held elsewhere. The decision was made to go ahead and to hold it in Doha. So you had a certain um, sense of real concern, um, not only, well, not just about the meeting itself, but were people going to be safe there? And I think that contributed a lot to the outcome that was eventually achieved. Um, We had a real push to show international solidarity at the meeting, to respond to what happened in the United States, to show that the international community could come together, and could achieve an outcome?
2: My name is Edwini Kese. I'm now the director of the Agriculture and Commodities Division and head of the WTO Delivery Unit. I worked for a long time in the then what we call the Ministerial Sessions Division, which was later transformed into the Council and Trade Negotiations Division. We worked Around the clock during the fourth ministerial conference, I remember vividly my colleague Peter Peterson and I, we took turns and we slept for only five minutes on the carpeted floor at the conference venue. But in all, I think it was worth the sacrifice because we were able to assist the members to launch a
3: very broad trade round. My name is Peter Peterson. I work for the Trade Policy Review Division and I work on, on trade monitoring. The 2001 Doha Ministerial Conference, coming two years after the failure of the Seattle meeting and taking place in the dark shadow of the 11 September terrorist attacks in the U.S., simply had to succeed. There was a lot of stake, and everything was done to align interest and concession to make the meeting a success. The agenda was packed, and to get the conference off to a positive and celebratory start, China's accession was confirmed early on. After that, everything is a little bit of a blur. The consultative processes, which we managed, took place around around the clock and at all hours. One small meeting of ministers would adjourn at 8 p.m., only to resume at midnight. Sleep was hard to come by during the conference. My colleague, Wendy Kessie, and I took turns to sleep on the sofas in the small room next to the green room. I remember, Cher, having a locker in the men's changing room at the gym at the Doha Sheraton, and that is where my suitcase was and my toothbrush was stashed. If there's one standout moment at the conference, which still makes me smile, it is the final meeting of the Committee of the Whole, which was to seal the final Doha deal and approve the Doha declaration. As all delegations and the ministers took their seats and proceedings began, it suddenly became clear that one delegation was not in agreement with the document. But the meeting had begun, and some delegations were already delivering their statements in a frantic rush to organize emergency consultation in the director general's office we began to look at what we could possibly do the director general and the chair of the conference uh, were off to his meeting room and we needed to organize speakers to keep the meeting going until they could return with a positive result i remember approaching a minister of trade to ask for his assistance in delivering a statement that could buy us some time kind as always This minister raised his flag and delivered a 20-plus minute intervention which covered an amazing list of issues, including interactions with local agriculture and lumber constituencies back home. But after his intervention, there was still no agreement in sight from the director general's office, and we had run out of speakers. At this point, the minister of trade that had just spoken raised his delegation's flag again and stated that, to respect the other working languages of the WTO, he thought it would be appropriate to also make a statement in French. He then proceeded to deliver in French the same statement that he had just finished in English, thus buying another crucial 20 minutes. At the end of his statement, an agreement had been reached, and the chair of the conference was able to pronounce
0: that there was a consensus on the final agreement. Amid the intense moments, there were also some light hearted ones.
4: My name is Nora Neufeld, and I am working on trade facilitation in the Market Access Division. One of the stories that is still fresh in my mind, even though it dates back all the way to the, the Doha ministerial, was um, at the last day of the ministerial, when the green room negotiations were gearing up, everybody was rushing towards that room and had to pass a security clearance, which became kind of a bottleneck because there were tons of people trying to squeeze into that small um, port. And um, we were both a bit late, um, uh, we meaning one of our DDGs at the time and and myself. So we were rushing and and running towards that point. And the DDG ahead of me was stumbling and tripping. It almost fell over his, his feet and couldn't help but curse over his misfortune. Uh, only to realize that the person right behind him that was closest to him and had heard the curse word was the representative of the Holy See. So he apologized. Um, Both, we all started laughing and made our way to the grain room.
0: The next ministerial conference would take place in Cancun, Mexico in 2003. I am
2: Willy Alfaro currently Director of the Trade Policies Review Division at the WTO Secretariat. Many years ago, in 2003, I had the privilege and chance of attending the ministerial conference in Cancun, Mexico. At that time, I was the deputy chief of staff of Dr. Supachai Panichpakdi. Members were discussing about what to do with the so-called Singapore issues such as investment, competition policy, government procurement, and what became later known as trade facilitation. Also, in parallel, there were discussions about something that became known as the cotton issue. Uh, Several uh, ministers from Africa were very actively demanding uh, more attention to this uh, issue. This was a very difficult uh, ministerial conference that attracted a
5: lot of attention, even outside the compounds of the ministerial conference. Hello, my name is Bernie Kytan. I'm head of external relations at the World Trade Organization. In Cancun we had um, quite a lot of confrontations and and I think the saddest one and the most painful one was uh, a Korean farmer who committed suicide during the conference, right in front of the cameras, on a gate separating the protests from the actual conference site. He was a farmer and he felt that what was happening at the WTO was not in his interest, but to go as far doing that, that was a sad thing. It just also was an eye-opener again towards the sensitivities that people feel, the emotions that people actually let go of when they talk about trade. We've built up quite a lot of experience in working with civil society, which is part of my responsibilities. I want to speak a little bit about the Sixth Ministerial Conference uh, in 2005 in Hong Kong, China. And in Hong Kong, it I think all came together to the extent that the numbers were extremely high. We had thousands and thousands and thousands of people, About 1,200 people representing civil society. I think we had 1,500 journalists or so. It's the conference where uh, uh, from my perspective and from my professional responsibility, I also learned that you know you can really operate, you know, and run a ministerial conference with all its elements substance as well as organizational, as well as politics, information and communication, if you work with each other. Uh, It was um, in terms of working with the police, working with the security people and working with civil society. The other interesting story from Hong Kong, which is a total opposite one, and quite a funny one actually. Uh, One of the NGO representatives that was in Hong Kong uh, was there with her husband and a young baby. And she asked me a question, like, oh, Bernie, uh, I'm actually here with my baby, and I'm still feeding her. And I would like to come to this and this situation or meeting. Is there any way to bring my baby? Imagine, security was high, it was huge, a number of people. So I said, like, why don't we ask? And I asked the security people, like, would you have an issue with that? They said, no, but you have to register the baby the youngest ever accredited participant at a ministerial conference, going around in a pram, you know, with a badge. I can tell you, pictures were in the newspapers. Every delegate, almost, no matter how tense it was, they saw this. And they saw this lady walking around with a pram and a baby in there with a badge. And they were like, oh, this is great. Hong Kong was also the first
0: ministerial conference under the leadership of Pascal Lamy as WTO Director General.
6: My name is Emmanuel Gann, and I currently work as senior analyst in the Economic Research and Statistics Division. Now, at the time, the the Doha Round um, had had a very few intensive first years. It was launched in in 2001, but negotiations had somewhat slowed following the 2004 July package. So there was a lot of hopes that this conference would reinvigorate the the round. And it did. Pascal Lamy, uh, who was the DG at the time, said in his press conference that this ministerial conference had put the Doha Round back on track. Now we had an agreement on cotton, ministers secured an end date for export subsidies in agriculture, but but that was uh, only uh, agreed at the very, very last minute. Now remember that the final plenary took place at 10pm, but this was very early compared to other nights. What I remember the most are the long, the very long nights of negotiations. I must have slept no more than four hours on average per night during that week. I was assisting the the spokesman during that ministerial conference, and the conference center was huge, one kilometer from one end to the other. So I spent my days running back and forth from one end of the conference center to the other. And I think I must have run more than a half marathon every day. Now, before leaving, I had been advised to take flat shoes, no heels, and I'm really glad I did. Now, a happy moment I recall uh, during that minister conference was the accession of Tonga to the WTO. At the time, I was working in the accessions division, and I had been working on that particular file. And this was a, a very nice moment, a break from the frenzy of negotiation meetings taking place the rest of the time. We had put some nice flowers on the table. The Minister for Labour, Commerce and Industries of Tonga was there to sign the, the accession treaty. And to make this a truly happy moment... His staff invited us after the signing ceremony to share a glass of kava, which is Tonga's national drink.
0: The next ministerial conference would take place in Geneva in 2009, after a four-year gap.
7: My name is Keith Rockwell. I'm the director of the Information and External Relations Division at the WTO, and I am the organization's spokesman. The ministerial conference that was held in 2008 is not well remembered because Well, not a lot happened, but the most important thing about that ministerial was that it took place at all. It had been four years since we'd had our previous ministerial. That was in Hong Kong in 2005. And the reason that we had this gap, this yawning gap of four years, was because we'd had two ministerial meetings here in Geneva, 2006 and 2008, in which ministers were brought together in a real cauldron of negotiating pressure. And the effort was to try and break the logjam in the Doha development agenda and bring about an agreement. We'd had a successful meeting in 2004. We had built on that a little bit in Hong Kong in 2005. And the idea of our then Director General Pascal Lamy was to try and bring people together and try and get this ball over the line. 2006, we fell short. and, And Director General Lamy said, okay, 2008, we're going to go for it. And we had ministers gathered here, supposedly for three days. It turned out to be 10 days. And these were grueling negotiations, many of them lasting all night. And at the end, we fell short. We fell short of an outcome, and it caused a a real rupture in the negotiations that never really healed. And so we did not have another ministerial conference. We had instead a uh, these meetings, which which wound up um, derailing the negotiations. And it was decided that when we were to meet in 2009, it would not be a negotiating ministerial. It would simply be an effort to get the organization back on track in terms of its calendar and in terms of 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 its of its structure, its negotiating decision making structure. And it was basically. a a, um, a business as usual kind of a meeting. We took care of all kinds of normal business that we have to deal with. It was not a controversial meeting, but it was one that put the organization back on track in terms of its its ministerial conference calendar.
0: While challenges continue to build, The WTO stepped up efforts to remain responsive. What happened then? Tune in to our next episode to find out. Until next time.